Welcome to Gone Again Podcast with Robin. And Kelly. We're a couple of travel agents who always seem to find ourselves gone again on vacation. This episode, we're going to talk about the importance of and benefits of booking your trips through a travel agent. So grab your mouse couture, whether it be a glass of wine or water, and be our guest. Well, I don't know about you, Kelly, but I have a glass of wine. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we made it through Hurricane Ian and all of that craziness. Yeah. Um, you didn't have the pleasure of being an agent through COVID. No. But um, there was lots of wine consumed. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. It's self-care. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lots of self-care. Yeah. Um, so I became an agent back in June of 2019. So obviously in olden times. Um, and it was my passion for Disney and Disney planning is what kind of spurred this for me. Um, I have a full-time non-magical job, which you and I have talked about. Um, so I do this evenings, weekends, (laughs) I know, um, you know, throughout the day if I can, but, um, it's truly my passion to plan great trips for people because I know it's a lot and it can be very overwhelming. And for me, taking that off of people's plate is awesome. So, you know, I went through the Disney college of knowledge and got quote unquote, you know, approved to sell Disney, you know, none of us are certified travel agents or authorized travel agents. Like our, the agency that we're with is certified and we're working towards being earmarked, which is an awesome perk with Disney. Um, but we also go through universal training. Um, we have to do the universal training every year. So I feel like that's good because it keeps things very current for us. Um, but I know Robin, if you want to talk about your journey of being an agent and, you know, you've taken a lot of the cruising courses, you know, just kind of the education and things that you go through or you went through yeah. when you were starting. So I have been with Unlocking the Magic Travel for, oh gosh, since what, what was this? June, July of last year. Um, so a little yep. a year and a quarter feels like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like five. How old am I? I'm five and three quarters. Um, but so when, yeah, I did the same as you when, when I, when I joined the agency, you have really basic, you know, the Disney trainings we have to do really basic universal trainings. Um, I have also, I particularly just love cruising. I love talking about cruising. I love selling cruising. Um, I love cruising. So, uh, I have done, so there's this organization called Clio, which is like cruise line, international association. I should probably know the acronym, but that's kind of like a cohort of all the travel agencies that work with cruising and they offer a certification program. So I, it's about a two year process to get done with that. I'm about 75% of the way done. Um, the only trainings I have left to do are the in-person trainings, which are on hold, um, because we can't tour ships right now. Those are kind of the last pieces. Um, that I have left to do with that. So I've done all like the coursework for it, which has been like super insightful. Cause I think when you go on your own vacation, you really look at like what works for your family. But when you go on a trip mm-hmm. as a travel agent, you have to think about what works for everybody so that when you get a client, 
who doesn't have the same family setup as you or doesn't have the same interest, you still have done or have experienced or have knowledge of what may work for them um, and have like your own kind of tips and tricks with it. So um, right. I would say like you and I have both done like these trainings and courses, but to me, it's really like that hands on, you know, why the podcast is called Gone Again is because the best way to learn how to teach people how to travel is to do it ourselves and have firsthand knowledge. Yeah. And that's one of the points we were going to talk about is that we research, 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 and then do more research to make sure that your experience is perfect for your family. And I'm on a mission. I know I've talked about it before to stay at every single Disney resort um, because I want to make sure that what I recommend for people works for them. And I can say, these are the things that I found to be a benefit, but maybe they're, you know, disadvantage for you. Um, it's a reason that we're going to the parks all the time. Things are constantly changing. You know, big news dropped today about the new Genie Plus pricing. And, you know, we have to be aware of what's going on and it can become a full-time job of just keeping up on all the changes, the changes for cruising. You know, you, I'm sure oh, your head is spinning gracious. with all the different... <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and every even not only is different. Yeah, you have not only the CDC requirements for America, you have every country your client goes to those country requirements. And then each cruise line has their own requirements. So when you have a client cruising, yes. you have to know the common denominator of all three pieces to get their puzzle together. Mm -hmm. And so my clients, and you know, I know you do the same thing, they get like one email from me with like bullet point, bullet point, here's what you need to do. What you don't see is that I've spent a whole day researching this and narrowing it down just to what you need to know and eliminated the stuff that doesn't apply to your family, right. which is, um, I love doing it, but yeah, there's a, there's so much behind the scenes when we're talking about like COVID protocols and, mm -hmm. um, you know, customs and <laughs> all those pieces. Absolutely. And you know, it's a huge reason why you and I spent that weekend at Universal Studios Orlando. I, I haven't been in, you know, 12 years. It's hard for me to recommend things to people when I haven't done it myself. Uh, I will lay on that sword and I will take one for the team and get on a flight and go experience Universal. Well, and, yes, you know, Mike will... gives me grief because this is where, okay, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a second. So Mike's active duty military, right? That's my husband. Mm -hmm. And he... It is. Like, Didn't yeah. we talk about him last week? Did we? Oh, yeah. He, the hot dog. That's oh, what I'm married to. Hot dog. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> if his job says, oh, hey, in a month, we need you to go here for a week and do X, Y, and Z. It's like, oh, yeah, Mike's got to go to work. We just happen to pick a job where when we need to go try out a new product or experience something it's at Disney or it's at the beach or it's a cruise ship. Like our job still makes us travel for it. It just is much more desirable. Like that's not our fault. I don't know why he's always mad at me, but I love it. I love it all. Cause he's, he's sad. He's missing out. Yes. Yes. But it is also why we make a point to go to these places and experience different things because you know, we, we consume all this content via Facebook, you know, we're in special groups, we're in travel agent groups, and it's a lot of sharing of information. But if, if we're not there, 
doing it and in the throes of things, it's hard to recommend things to client. It's why we booked that trip last November for the two of us to go down and learn Genie. Yeah. I mean, and I'll even take it to the that point one. that's like, <laughs> it seems so silly, right? But Genie Plus still to this day wants to recommend Swiss Family Robinson and and like the Aladdin carpets. And I can tell my clients, oh, right. hey, you have a six-year-old and those are actually perfect. Or you're going with teenagers. Um, please don't listen to Genie Plus, right? Like I can, t I like, because we have that real world experience, yeah. I feel like the customizing for people is so much easier because we're pulling on having actually like walked the walk. Let's see. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we, um, so you want to talk a little bit about how Hurricane Ian went this past week and, you know, you and I had some shuffling that we had to do and, and all of that fun. Yeah. So I had a couple of clients, um, totally separate families happen to both be at Disney, um, when the hurricane came in and Disney shut down for two days. Um, I, I hate to call like a hurricane lucky, but because it was an event that affected everybody in the parks mm -hmm. closed working with Disney to get everything rearranged for them. We didn't have to fight to get them what they needed. Disney was like, yep, it's messed up for everybody. But we spent hours and hours on hold with the resort and then on hold with guest services and then back with the resort and then reach back to our clients. And then it was bell services. It was, you know, meanwhile, our clients are sitting at the pool and just like, well, we know the hurricane's coming, but nothing's here yet. So they got a great pool day out of it while, you know, yeah. we're on the phone prepping for this hurricane we see coming for them. So, um, and I know, Kelly, you've been on hold. I mean, I think one of the first times we ever worked together, it was because you were on hold. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get tickets for Boo Bash. That's what yeah. it was, wasn't it? Right. And I, um, we like, but we were having, on hold for so long. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, let's rewind back to the summer of 2020 when the parks were shut down. I literally spent one day about six hours on hold for a guest because they, they were booked for like March 15th or 16th, the, the day the parks shut down. And then they moved it to June. No, they moved it to May. That wasn't happening. They moved it to June. Then Disney announced, hey, anybody whose reservation got canceled because of the shutdowns, they were going to add the dining plan for them for free. And so I was calling on behalf of this guest who had had to reschedule three times to try to get this added for them. And then the parks still weren't open at the time that they were going to go. Um, they ended up rescheduling five times and they finally made it. And, you know, obviously that is, that was a crazy, crazy circumstance of what happened. But you look at things like Hurricane Ian when the parks get shut down for a couple days, or even if you just want to change your dates and you can't do it online, like there are so many things that we call in to Disney for that. I don't know that people know, you know, IT issues, modifying packages, um, 
there, the list goes on and on and on. Um, just the other day I had to call Disney Cruise Line to add prepaid gratuity for a guest. And I thought, all right, here we go. You know, I've got an hour of my day. Like I put my head, my earbuds in, I was walking around. They picked up in six minutes, which I couldn't believe with all of right. the changes with the hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I texted you, I was like on and off in six minutes. And you said, you better go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> because that never ever happens. Um but those are those are things that you know you as a guest when you book with us that you don't have to deal with. And you know, I even kind of a horror story I'll give you. So oh. I had a client who wanted to get their own tickets um on their own. Cool. Like they got the like discounted tickets they found online from one of those retailers. And all they had me book was their hotel. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I walk them through why I don't do that for my own family. And I walk them through, like, why that may be a good solution for them. Right. But they chose to go that route. Cool. I booked their hotel. They end up not being able to go because um, they had like a family's graduation come up and they needed to move it. Well, so it was nothing. I was able to move their resort and stuff. But because I didn't book their tickets, Disney wouldn't let me do anything. I couldn't help them. Right. And then they ended up having to call Disney and she's texting me all upset because she's like, oh my gosh, it just quoted me four hours on hold. I was like, that really sucks. I'm really sorry. But this is, this is one of those things like Disney doesn't let me like, I, you know, I can't control that. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's very, a very good point to bring up is you know, it's not because we don't want to help. It's that we can't. Disney will not allow us to do anything if we did not book the package. Yeah. It's frustrating because I, I totally felt for her, you know, mm-hmm. and I, because I we couldn't there. do anything. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, We've you know, why there. I make the recommendations I make. It's, it's because I want people to have a great vacation. I know these vacations are so expensive and it's so mm-hmm. much work and you got to take time off and you got to find a pet sitter and you got to put your mail on hold, you know, like all of those pieces. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make yeah, sure the kids absolutely. have enough underwear, <laughs> like Whoa. all of this stuff, you know, kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and yeah, you and I were talking about that last night with, um, you know, something that I had come up, a, a guest is considering renting DVC points, which is a great value. However, there's a lot of things that come up with it that, you know, are, I, I can't help if something goes wrong. And that's, yeah. you know, I, we are your advocates when things big or small come up. We're right. here to help. Yeah. And, you know, even something as simple as, you know, Disney has a, a rule that when you book dining, you have to cancel it within 24 hours of the reservation or they charge you $10. Well, I've had clients who, you know, they they went on one too many rides and their kiddo got sick. And it was like, oh my gosh, if we try to go to a buffet right now, like our kid will just puke everywhere. No, like nobody wants that. Right. So I'm like, okay, right. you guys go enjoy the park. I then called explain the situation to Disney got when, you know, Disney had the right to still charge them, but because I was able to explain the situation, they chose to waive the fee. Um, you know, meanwhile, instead of them having to walk to the restaurant, wait in line, try to talk to somebody, they were off, you know, I think they went to see frozen and like sat in the air conditioning, which helped their kids stomach. 
you know, so yeah. even in the moment, we kind of have the ability to be your advocate on something as simple as, as a dining reservation. Yep. Well, and speaking of dining reservations, you know, right now dining is tough. You and I have talked about this. We get up 60 days before our guests check in. I'm logging in around 540 in the morning, you know, Eastern Standard Time to book these dining reservations for guests. And that's something we do while you sleep and you right. don't have to pay us anything extra for that. And we offer suggestions on good places to eat, you know, things that maybe you wouldn't think about. Um, right now with all the changes, you know, more and more restaurants are coming back with character meals, but sometimes they're only for breakfast or they're only dinner. And, you know, those are the things that we have our thumbs on the pulse of. We know what's happening where so that we can tell you, yes, go to Ohana for breakfast with Stitch and Lilo and Mickey and Pluto, but don't go for dinner if you want characters. Or even because we're not, you know, we're not Disney marketing. You know, there are some restaurants I don't recommend. I think they're overpriced. Yep. But, you know, the pictures yep. on the Disney website make it look really great. And you may hear some people love it. And I'm sitting here like, okay, if you're going to go, here's here's the cool part about that. But let me tell you, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yep. I'm not I'm here to be your advocate. I'm not here to sell you Disney. That's right. not my job. <laughs> right. You know, and. And along the lines with dining, we'll make tour reservations. You know, if you want to build a lightsaber, a droid, you know, we handle all those things for you when you're traveling to the Disney parks. Now, a lot of other places, you know, don't require this much pre-planning. And and that's great, but Disney definitely requires a lot of pre-planning. And that's where we feel we really help guests navigate things. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think even outside, I know you really focus on Disney, but Mm -hmm. we haven't really talked about the fact that we've got this really cool software that you and I both use, um, that when we've got, you know, our clients trips coming up, we can create them like this really amazing digital itinerary and it's got an app that works, right. Then it's got a website. You could print off the PDF if you don't want to have your phone out. But the really cool thing about this app is we keep all of your confirmation numbers in one place. Yep. And so if you're, you've got flights, you've got ground transportation, you have hotel, you have park tickets, you have dining reservations. There's all these pieces that I feel like on every vacation, somebody is the carrier of, right? Somebody yes. doesn't get to be 100% on vacation because they're making yep. sure that they've got the ticket confirmation number because nobody else in their family has it. I feel like yep. I tell my clients my job is to be that person so that the planner in the family gets to be on vacation. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, we tell people, okay, this is your resort. This is how you're going to get to this park on this day. Because yes. I think that's also confusing because there is so many different transportation options and um. I just, I love that software so much. And speaking of software, you and I also subscribe. We pay for this out of pocket, but we do um, subscribe to dining alert subscriptions, if that's what you want to call it. And, you know, if we can't get that Topolino's for you or that storybook dining, you know, we set up alerts that we pay for out of our own pocket because we want to make sure that we're trying everything we can to get that super hard to get reservation for you. And we get text messages if something opens. If we're quick enough in that like 
five seconds and you click on the link, you can get reservations. Um, and it's been a huge, huge asset. Um, yeah. Just last week, I was able to get a party of nine in at Chef Mickey's for breakfast oh. for the little guy's sixth birthday. Like it was his actual birthday. And I didn't get the alert for the second table until the night before, but I got oh, it. And like that was so satisfying for me. Yeah. I don't get I don't get paid to make people's dining reservations. Like that made me no money, but mm-hmm. I made them so happy. And that's what I love about this. Oh, let me tell you. So I had a client. Um, you know, they've been putting off going because of COVID. Kids finally mm-hmm. vaccinated. They're like, okay, Robin take us, take us, you know, we're ready. (laughs) We are like, we are ready to get out of this house. And she had totally blanked on telling me she wanted to be able to do the lightsaber building for her Mm -hmm. her son. And, you know, he was, they, during COVID, they'd like had a kid and their older son was like the best big brother and just an awesome kid. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is all he's wanted to do for two years. Oh, I totally forgot. And I set an alert and I finally got it. And I sent her a video message and I was like, hey, guess what? You need to not (laughs) be driving right now. I was like, I got you the lightsaber training. She immediately called me back. She was like, are you kidding? Oh, my God. Like, she was like, I feel like a total mom. It's like, actually, those are the moments as to why I love this job. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think... It's important to know that, like, you know, we've said before, dining and those experiences won't make or break your trip. You'll still have a fantastic trip. But sometimes that satisfaction of getting that one that someone really wants, like, it's just, it's so satisfying for me. And it makes me so happy. Like, they were sending me pictures of the little guy and Mickey on his birthday and he's wearing his birthday shirt and his pin. And, you know, I was texting the dad and I was just like, Thank you so much for sending me these because I don't think you understand how much it means to me that you're there, you know, as a multi-generational trip right after Hurricane Ian, like emotions were high. They didn't know if they were going to make it. And so to be able to get that reservation at the last minute, it was just awesome. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) It just makes me so happy. (laughs) So... And another thing that we do other than just monitoring, you know, for dining reservations and things like that is when deals do get released, you and I, you know, we are keyboard warriors and we're <laughs> we're applying discounts if we can. Um, a lot of times we will offer you an upgrade, you know, because if you're willing to pay one price for a moderate, but you could get a, va- uh, sorry, a deluxe for the same price, you know, a lot of times guests will prefer to do that. Um, but we work on that for you. You don't even have to ask us and we just, we do it. Yeah. Um, I also have a guest that's going in January and I had sent over some quotes, you know, it took us about a week to get anything booked. And, um, by the time she said she was ready, the resort that they wanted had was full. She was so disappointed, right? Like what are the odds that that would happen? But it did, it, it sold out. So we booked her second choice and I said, hey, you know what? I'm on there. I'm in DisneyTravelAgent.com all the time. Like, I'll just keep checking. Anytime I'm in there, I'll just check and see if that's available. And like five days later, it was open. Nice. Yes. 
So I, because I had gotten her approval ahead of time, I said, you know, I'm going to keep looking. And if something becomes available, do you want me to move you? Because I knew it had to be a split second decision if I saw right. it available. And it was. And so I texted her and I was like, hey, guess what? I was able to move you. And it made her day, you know? Yeah. And so it's things like that, that you don't have to spend your time on and it's no cost to you. So. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And I, I know you're, you've had a lot of guests that, you know, when the discounts are released, which full disclosure right now, the discounts are very few and far between, you know, pre-COVID in olden times, there were lots of deals happening all the time. They are not anymore. They are very, very sparse. I will. So, can we just say like, okay, I want to take a, like a footnote. I don't know. An addendum to this episode, but like. I am very frustrated with Disney. <laughs> they put out these advertisements that there's these amazing sales. If you have Disney plus or if you're an annual pass holder, or, you know, if you stay five nights, you get the six, like whatever it is. And then it's like, there's seven rooms and they're like, what? Correct. Yeah. The, the cruise promo, you yeah. know, the Disney plus. And I feel like so much of what we do is actually like explaining the Disney system. Yeah. And how it's like, I feel like part of the time I'm kind of like a therapist. Where I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, this is not you. This is not personal. This is not like the world out to make your vacation horrible. This is just, right. it's marketing. You know, they're spending some marketing money on dropping a sale. Just, yeah. you know, I actually say like, once you've booked your trip, ignore the sales. I will reach out to you. Yeah. If something works, because... It's just like heartbreak after heartbreak. No, because it's like, well, this resort doesn't apply or this type of room doesn't apply. Yeah. And and they only hold a certain percentage of rooms back that are available for a discount. So once those are gone, they're gone. And, you know, right now there's a promo for Disney Plus subscribers, I think, like the two weeks leading up to Christmas or the week of Christmas. There's like no rooms available. Right. But I keep seeing this ad pop up on Facebook. Yeah. I know. I'm like, can we please? Like, yes. Yeah. And and that's what I told people. Sorry. I know that's not like why we're here, but I'm just like, like for reals. (laughs) But it's very true. And I tell people like, please don't book with the hope that a discount will come out. You know, book what you feel like you can afford and what you want and then if a discount comes out, great. That's a bonus, but it is never a guarantee. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, I feel like it's it's not just Disney. You know, like no. Universal does it store. too. Yeah. It's Walmart. It's hey, we've got this 70,000 inch TV for a dollar. Oh, but we have one. Right. You know. <laughs> But your ad says you have this 7,000-inch TV for a dollar. Well, it's sold out, you know. It- right. But we have this other one over here that's quite lovely. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, like, I, I am often thrilled because I find that upgrading sometimes, like you said, is that's the yeah. piece that the sale can really mm-hmm. help people. Because I think Disney seems to really limit the more affordable rooms on sales, right? They're going to want to sell that one bedroom or that deluxe resort. Right. So, you know, 
I would say if you're if the sale is kind of what you're looking for, I would aim more for like thinking of it as a potential upgrade, not a decrease in price. Yeah, book a book a value or a moderate with the hope of moving up to the next tier. Yeah. Which is what we did the last time we actually had a room and a discount came out. Um, I think we were booked at Pop Century and we moved over to Coronado Springs. So we went from a value to a moderate. And I mean, that was all it took. Like now I'm like, I'll, I'll stay at a moderate. You know what I mean? Because right. we saw the value in it and the the price was very, very close. And it was like, well, why don't we upgrade, you know, get a bigger pool and a slide and more dining I options. I think that's, that also, I know this isn't on our list to talk about, but it makes me think of like, the coaching aspect of being a travel agent there not only is like the how to get from sunup to sundown at disney kind of challenging but like what the heck is value moderate and deluxe like why in the world are you wanting me to pay this much per night like i feel like having lived that experience having done all the different tiers Mm -hmm. it's much easier for me to explain it than you're ever going to really find on the disney website truth you know, like if somebody tells mm-hmm. me they want the Little Mermaid rooms at Art of Animation, sweet. Now let's have a conversation about why you want that. Do you yep. love Little Mermaid? Do you love the price point? What What is it? Because those rooms are really far away, and they are really small, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like I I feel like that why question is mm-hmm. really important in the conversations we're having with clients, so that. We're not just throwing out what we love, right? We're, we're trying to meet you where you're at on your trip. Listen, if I threw out everything I loved, everyone would be staying at Riviera, the Poly, Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> but that doesn't work for everybody. Right. So I have to rein it in. Yeah. Or, Apparently uh, I'm supposed to do that with my own Pacific. trips also. Oh, wasn't that nice? Oh, yes. It was so nice. What did you say before that? Oh, I just, I was like, my husband's also always mad at me that I'm, he's like, you don't always have to stay deluxe. I'm like, "Ah, don't I, don't I. (laughs) It was way easier to not stay deluxe when you didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, you know, we have our cruise coming up next, uh, well, the first week of June. And I think our plan is to spend like Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Walt Disney world. And it was like, well, you know, if we're going to go just for that short of time frame, like we'll probably spend most of the time at the parks. Do we just book a, you know, a value because we won't be there very often. But then I'm like, well, if I'm going to not be there very often or not at the room very often, I want to make sure I have good transportation. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be at a value or a moderate that only has busing. So you you know, We haven't booked it yet. Um, Are you going to be a pop? I don't know. (laughs) Sounds like you're going to be a pop. (laughs) You know, I mean, like, you you also have to weigh that out. Like, if I'm going to be at the room for half the time and at the parks half the time, like what you and I have talked about, I I would like to stay at a resort that has a good pool, good food. If I'm only there for a short period of time and planning to spend most of my time at the parks, then – you know, Pop Century is fantastic. It's right on the Skyliner route. Gets me to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. You know, why wouldn't I do that? Right. So, but, and okay. that's why we do what we do and we go check out these resorts because 
there are fantastic options at every level. Right. And I think also you've kind of alluded to it. The same family on different trips can have different needs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, um, I've got a, actually my cousin, um, he had me book for him, um, in January they're, they're staying at art of animation and they've got the suites and we're talking about the room styles. Wait, and, wait what? Mike is staying in a suite at art of animation. No, my cousin. Oh, you're, I heard my Mike cousin. Has, okay. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. I was like, I don't picture Mike in like a car suite. Oh, but dress as a hot dog. Why not? Well, that, that's different. <laughs> no. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. But so, I got you know, he, he is a huge Disney fan has, mm-hmm. you know, he's one of those people from back in the day before we had Facebook, you know, with his handheld camcorder has his kids in the back of the car and they don't know where they're going. And he pulls the um, garage door down and it says, we're going to Disney world. And he brings it to Christmas on the, you know, VHS tape that we all watch. Like that's, you know, he's not a, a, a newbie at Disney, but even he's talking with me and he's like, okay, I'm at a different stage of life. This time, both my kids are in college and we're bringing the boyfriend. So oh, it's uh-huh. right. So he's like, okay, so the two bedroom actually doesn't work for us because I don't want one bedroom for me and my wife and then one bedroom for the three college kids we're bringing, right? Like right. I would like the boyfriend to not be <laughs> in the same, right? Like correct makes sense, right? And yeah. so he's like, I don't know what I need. And I was like, well, how about the art of animation suites? And he's like, Yeah. Right. And I'm like, because you, everybody still gets beds, but the way it's laid out is kind of perfect, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think even it doesn't matter how much you've done Disney, having that extra set of eyes on a situation can bring up, you know, it can, it can bring up an option that maybe you just haven't thought of because you've always done your trips the same way. Right. Oh, good point. So let's see. I think kind of we've also talked about this, but the last kind of thing I can think of is just like, let's be like super transparent and talk cost. Okay. I think a lot of people don't use travel agents because they think it's going to cost them more money. Right. They're like, I'll do it on my own. I'm, you know, I want to put every dollar toward Disney. Why the heck would I hire a travel agent? Yep. And my response is, well, you you don't pay me. That's not how this works. It's the same price if you book the rest. (laughs) We book through online. Right. If, you know, you book with us, it's going to cost you X dollars. If you book on your own, it's going to cost you the exact same price. So So just so, like, we understand kind of the jargon we're using, the word supplier, those are going to be the companies that are going to, like, provide you your vacation. The, you know, the car rental company, the hotel, the theme park provider, the cruise line, those are all like the suppliers. And so when you go on a trip and you meet with us, we go and book your trip because we book your trip after you're done traveling, those suppliers then pay us. If you don't go through us and you just Mm -hmm. go to Carnival's website to book a cruise, you pay the exact same dollar amount, but no commission gets paid out. So your trip really you know, you're getting the same vacation. The difference of using an agent 
is you're getting all the extra services we offer. Um, now I know that yeah. Kelly, you've had some situations and I've had some situations that are like kind of weird outliers where that doesn't really work. Do you want to kind of dive into any of those? Yeah, I had um, a rather large family that had bought tickets and they were renting a house and it was like July of 2020. That didn't happen. The parks either weren't open yet or they had just reopened, but masks were required in Florida in July and it just wasn't going to work out for them. So um, they had already had tickets. They had a house rented off property and they came to me and said, you know, we know that you didn't help us book anything, but things are so crazy. We don't know how to make park reservations. We don't know how to do this. We don't know how the app works. Like, can we pay you to do a Zoom call for an hour with us and just go through the questions that we have. And, you know, I don't, I don't charge any fees up front. I don't tell people that, yes, I'll help you if you charge a fee, but it's a, it's a friend, one of my best friends, it's her family and they know what I do. And, you know, I was absolutely more than willing to sit with them for an hour and go over everything because it is very confusing. And I think that was a very kind of nuanced circumstance. Um, I don't want to charge people fees, but because I didn't help them book anything and they offered, I took them up on that. And I think it was a, a win-win for everybody. You know, they got my information and my services, my work, I got paid for. So, and yeah. I know you've kind of done something similar because you work with a lot of military families. Yeah. So usually military tickets have to be purchased through the base or the, the post. And so that way, you know, there, there's no supplier for me to book through. And so there's no commission there. And, uh, oftentimes I'll have military families who for me will say, Hey, we've, we're, we're staying at shades of green, which is the military resort. And we've got our tickets on base, but we don't know how to do Disney. And so right. what I offer is kind of a more, um, uh, concrete option. Um, because I think I run into this more than probably you do just, you know, and again, like different agents, right. Different clientele yep. type things. Yep. And so I have, um, a, a session where people can book one hour with me. Um, and then we, you know, meet on zoom, however many times that they need to help me, you know, for me to help them get all of those pieces together, um, for their trip. And then I, I do their dining and I'll do, um, I'll use our itinerary services to build their itinerary. So I'll do everything as if, um, you know, I, I had booked it, but they just pay me directly. Um, and that's been really great because they're still coming out way ahead because these military deals are really awesome. Um, so it, you know, yeah, it's a win-win. We, we should get those deals. Yeah. You know, it's the same way. Like you don't want to go to a dentist that doesn't go to trainings, right? You don't want, you know, you spend more money on your Disney trip right. than you sometimes do on the dentist, right? Like, <laughs> like let's, you want somebody who's trained and who knows mm -hmm. what you're going for. <laughs> Depends on if you need braces. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, so that's, Absolutely. I think, you know, it's definitely it. And we're, you know, I think every agent you talk to is going to probably have a little different way they do things. Um, that's just how, how I think mm -hmm. you and I kind of go about it. Um, yeah. Yep. 
Um, you know, we didn't touch so on the transfer. That kind of ties into our tip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so transferring with Disney, you know, let's say you've gone online and you booked your trip yourself because you thought that would be the most simple way to do it, but then you're realizing, oh gosh, I have all these extra things to do. As long as you've made your um, deposit within 30 days, you can transfer it to any agent um, and there's no cost to you. So as long as it's not paid in full and it's within 30 days, we have a form that you can fill out and you just transfer it over to us and then we take care of it from there. And it's it's so easy for you. It's very little work. And then you let us do the rest of the work for you. Yeah. Um, I've had a few of those and, and it's nice that Disney does that for Disneyland, Alani, Cruise Line, like all of those. It's not just like a Disney World mm-hmm. offering. Um, Because I do. I think people book it and then suddenly, like, they're getting these emails from Disney, like, make your park reservations. Here's when your dining window is. Go by the front desk when you get there for your luggage tags. And they're like, what? (laughs) It's like you kind of get shocked. So. Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, it's a lot of extra work. It's not just, like, clicking book and then you show up. There's a lot of extra nuances that go into planning a trip. Yeah. Well, um, should we finish with our tip of the week? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You want to go for it? You want me to do it? Uh, I'll, I'll do it. Go um, for it. Robin kind of touched on this a little bit, but make sure that, you know, obviously we are proponents of you working with an agent. We are agents ourselves, fully transparent, but make sure that you work with someone who makes you feel heard. You know, we are all selling the same products, but you want to make sure that you have an agent that trusts, like that you trust and you feel like we'll know that we'll do the best job for you. I think that's very, very important. Um, you know, in my very non-magical job, I'm going to bust this open. Um, it's an insurance. And so our agency sells flood insurance. Well, flood insurance is through the government. You can get the same product from anybody, but if you trust me and you know that I'll do a good job for you, then you're going to work with me. And I think that's how Robin and I both feel about travel. Robin's very passionate about Disney and cruising. You know, she took one for the team and went to Alani. So, you know, she's very well versed in these things. And I think that's something that's very, very important. Like this is a big investment for you and your family and you know, we want to make sure that we do the best job for you. So hopefully, you know, if you're working with us, we're making you feel that way. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Kind of went on a ramble there. Sorry about <laughs> the nerd insurance stuff, but it's true. You know, yeah. if you're selling the same product, you want to make sure that who you're working with is the right person for you. Totally. I mean, I think it's, It's the same way, you know, if you're looking for a therapist or if you're looking for which grocery store you go to, if you're looking at what car you're going to buy, you know, a a travel agent's the same way. They're, they're all the same product, but how you get there and what you're getting, you know, are going to, mileage may vary, right? Like, (laughs) absolutely. You know, know, if you're looking for a vacation that you want to go to Dubai for a week, like, sure, I'm happy to help you in researching. But like, maybe I'm not the top choice for that because I've never done it. (laughs) Right. 
but Robin, if someone came to you with that, you would be like, all right, I'm going to tell you up front. I am very excited to help you and I will research this to my best ability, but I've never been there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's very, oh, absolutely. very important. <laughs> and if you want yeah. to go a different route, that's fine. Or we can book yeah. you adventures by Disney and uh, yep. get you a full on <laughs> experience. We should do an episode on adventures by Disney. But we haven't done one. <laughs> well, that's, you know, I mean, we should, we should do one so we can do a podcast on it. I don't have unlimited vacation. I mean, I technically don't either. I just work remote. <laughs> yes, that is true. Very Adulting can be really hard sometimes. That's the conversation we had today when we were talking about it. But anyway, don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Like I've said every episode, Robin does such a great job with our social media. All of the posts from the Halloween party, we still haven't posted the um, – the video of heads up. We need to do that. And, um, Gangnam style. Oh yeah. 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 Um, but you are just doing such a good job and the comments from people about the Halloween party post have just been awesome. So, um, you can follow us at gone again podcast. Robin and I both have socials, um, for Instagram and Facebook. So give us a like and a follow. We would appreciate it. Cool. So as Walt Disney said, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. So let us know if you need help planning your next trip. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night.